Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Miner. This weekly no-fluff mindset show arms you with the practical tools you need to get unstuck so you can get exactly what you want out of life. Remember, when you change your mind, your life will follow. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Unstuck. Thank you so, so much for joining me yet again. Today, it's all about emotions. We've actually talked about emotions quite a few times already here in just the short amount of time that the Unstuck podcast has been a thing, but it's really important. And we're going to clarify even more today. So get ready for that. But first, again, I know I keep doing this, but I really do want to express my sincerest gratitude, the biggest hug I can possibly put out there to you all who have given this podcast love. The response has been incredible. It keeps me motivated. It keeps me excited. It just pumps me up to record these for you and to chat with you all and to connect and and really find out where this is helping you. All of this unstuck work is helping you. So continue to do so. Send me the love. Let me know what you're struggling with, what's going well, what's not. You can do that over on Instagram at Sean Miner. I respond to, I try to respond to almost every message I get. Uh, and it's really fun. It lights me up. So please do that. And of course, if you feel like this is really helping and you want to pay it forward, please make sure to leave a review on iTunes. It helps the show immensely get into the hands of the people that need it. There's really no other way besides the love that you give the show. It's very much a grassroots effort to get podcasts off the ground. So please continue to spread the love. Give this episode or the whole podcast to someone that needs to hear it and is stuck and I'd be happy to help them too. So thank you very, very much from the bottom of my heart for all of that. Let's get into our emotions and really why we're stuck and what do emotions have to do with it, which the answer is pretty much everything. Back in episode two, we talked about the signs of being stuck and how it can manifest into physical symptoms, but also emotional and mental symptoms and your life circumstances. So we can see our stuckness pretty much everywhere we turn within our own life. And we also talked about how the reason behind being stuck is really just energy. It's energy that doesn't have a place to go. You have stuck energy. There's energy mismatch, miscommunication. Everything is just energy, which we learned in episode three. So we have stuck energy in our bodies or in our thoughts, in our emotions, our life situations, all of that, which creates this sense of stuckness. (laughs) I don't think that's a word. Clearly, I'm making it up. It's the unstuck podcast word. So just go with it. Uh, So today, we're going to dive into that topic, the topic of stuck energy, a little deeper and more specifically look at why energy would get stuck or trapped or misaligned, which really comes down to stuck or trapped emotions. Because we all know now, based on 
what we've learned so far over the past few episodes, that emotions are just vibrating energy. And if you don't know that, you might want to pause here, go listen to episode three, and then come back. And this is going to make a million times more sense to you. All right. So your key takeaway for this episode, unfelt negative emotions get stuck in the body causing energy blocks physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, which keeps you from operating at a high vibration and getting what you want. So picture this. We're going to make, again, I'm big on the analogies. I think you know that by now. Pretty much every episode is probably going to have some sort of analogy because I think analogies really make it practical and real life, and it makes you be able to see it from a different angle. So we're going with the email inbox analogy for this episode. Every time you have a negative emotion, whether it's fear or stress, grief, anger, sadness, whatever it is that is, again, on that emotional frequency scale below the the midline, we'll say, And if you don't have that emotional frequency scale, you can go to seanminer.com slash scale and grab that so you know a little bit more about what we're talking about here. So anytime you have a negative emotion that you don't fully process, don't fully feel and process, it gets stored in your body in kind of, again, your inbox, your body's inbox as an unread message. So think about it. It's an unread message. It still is in bold. It still has the notification next to it. You haven't read that message. And over time, your inbox gets clogged up with all of those unread emails, aka unfelt or not fully processed emotions. So now you have all these emails that haven't been read, so you can't find the ones that you do want to read. It gets super unorganized. You feel overwhelmed just thinking about it. It starts taking up so much space that your inbox slash your body starts not functioning properly, slows down, takes forever to process things, crashes out for no reason. Okay, are we still getting this analogy here? So if it were an actual inbox, email inbox, once you get so many unread emails, things just start going haywire. I mean, really computers in general will randomly start going haywire. The same thing is going to happen to your body when you don't process your negative emotions. Over time, you your body starts not functioning properly. It starts slowing down, taking more time and more space to do what it needs to do, feeling overwhelmed crashing out for no reason, not processing, right? This is the analogy here. So until you open those emails, aka acknowledge those emotions and feel them, you're going to have some problems. You're going to have either physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, life circumstances, things are going to be stuck. No one likes an overflowing inbox and especially not your body. So then the question comes up, well, why don't we just feel them and let them go, these negative emotions? And I think a lot of you already know the answers to this question because I think all of us at some point or another has decided not to feel something that was coming in, whether it was conscious or unconscious decision. Why don't we feel them? First of all, it's super hard. 
it's much easier to store away these negative emotions, act like they don't exist, just go about life, pretend like it didn't happen. It's a lot easier to do that than it is to process them in a healthy way. It's just hard. It's hard because, number two, it hurts. We don't want to go through that pain and that suffering and feel that emotion. Nobody wants to feel a negative emotion. It hurts. It's hard to do that. The third reason why we don't just feel them is because we were taught not to feel them. This goes back again to how you were raised, what your subconscious mind now believes is true based on a lot of what happened in your adolescent years. You were told not to cry. You were told to dust yourself off and get back up and keep going. You were taught not to be emotional. Don't show emotion. You're made fun of when you did cry You got in trouble when you did have a temper tantrum and you were angry and frustrated and upset. This teaches us not to feel our negative emotions because we'll either get made fun of, we'll get in trouble, we're not supposed to, we don't want to get yelled at for feeling our feelings. This is a big one. So really start thinking about how that may play out in your own life. And then this fourth one is a big one too. We weren't shown how to deal with difficult emotions. Again, going back a lot to our upbringing. And since we were kind of taught to shut off those emotions, that also means that then we weren't taught what happens when we do feel angry, when we do feel sad, when we do just want to cry. How do we process that appropriately and move on and get that feeling out so that we can keep the energy flowing instead of remaining stuck? When you have a heavy emotional load, and this goes for whether you are aware of it or not, again, you might be sitting here thinking, I'm stuck, but I don't really know that I have negative emotion. I don't really feel like that's what's keeping me stuck. You could very easily remember our conversation in episode four of your subconscious mind. You could very easily not know that those emotions are there because of that belief system it could very much be out of your awareness right now. So keep that in mind. But regardless, you feel stuck. Things don't come easily. You can't seem to find answers. You can't move forward. You don't feel well. You can't tap into your intuition. You can't connect with a higher power. You can't get and stay in a high vibration. All of these things that we're talking about here on Unstuck, those remain out of reach for you. So that is why we're spending this entire episode very early on in the show to talk about this so that you can start with that awareness of those emotions that perhaps you haven't quite felt and processed yet. And that is keeping you stuck no matter what else you try to do, no matter, again, how many diets, how many, how much time you spend exercising, all the supplements you take, all the times you go to therapy or talk with a friend and it's not working, it might be because you still have that heavy emotional load that, again, you aren't aware of necessarily. And as we've learned this, when we have this stuckness, it can take on the physical symptoms that we've talked about, like illness, injury, food sensitivities, hormone and adrenal imbalance, weight loss resistance, emotional and mental mental symptoms like self-sabotage, disordered eating and exercise, depression, anxiety. 
And also, like we talked about, life situations. Being in a job you hate, not making any moves to get out of that job you hate, being in a relationship that's not working and not making any moves to get out of that relationship that's not working or change the relationship that's not working, not going after your crush, for example, or not going on a date, not putting effort into your body, your health, uh, changing what you want to change, not making the money you want to make, all of these things. Again, we talked about in episode two. So then it's pretty clear when we kind of think about the reason why a lot of us are listening here, there's something somewhere that makes you feel the stuckness. And so now it's time to look at those emotional emails that you haven't opened to clean them out. Look at them, read them, process them, do what they need to do, the action items in those emails, and delete them, right? Or at least put them uh, in your archives. How about that too? Uh, That is what our goal is here over the course of this podcast, but also we can start right now today, which is what we're going to do. I want to, before we move on into how, I want to break in right here right now and remind you that having solid emotional health is not about always being happy and positive and calm. Life is always wonderful. We always see the best in everything. Everything is going our way no matter what. It's not about that. It's about allowing yourself to experience all emotions, the good and the bad, the positive and the negative, and more so becoming, or I guess not becoming overly attached to either of them, whether they're positive or negative, good or bad, not becoming overly attached to the emotions, but processing them and letting them go either way. So I just wanted to break in and say that because, you know, a lot of the work that we do here on this show will be about being positive and seeing the best in certain circumstances, finding the best emotion, climbing our way up that emotional frequency scale. That is basically the point of this whole show. But at the same time, I don't want that to come across to you as you only think positively because that's not what this is. In fact, in order to work your way up that scale and get into a higher vibe place, you have to feel things, even the bad stuff. That is how you can clear what you need to clear and it will allow you to work your way up with ease, okay? So I wanted to get that out there before we move any further in this episode or with this entire podcast. All right, so now what do we do? What the heck do we do? I have three thoughts for you, three steps, I guess. First of all, find the emotions. This might be the hardest one, uh, this might be the one where you need to seek professional support and guidance, whether it's a therapist, a counselor, a psychologist, um, mindset coach, whatever it is, someone that can help you see what has happened in your life, what has been expressed and what hasn't been expressed. Again, looking at your stuckness and seeing what's going on. So this might be necessary for you. And I highly recommend therapy if that is the case. If you're having some problems figuring out what emotions are still there, what hasn't been processed, what still needs to be worked on. If you can't find your way into your subconscious beliefs, this will be your time to seek 
additional support. But you can also, if you can kind of tap in to your subconscious mind, start going into some of those beliefs, especially now we've done a little bit of work so far. We're going to do a lot more as we progress. We've done a little bit of work to see what's going on as far as your beliefs go. Do any of those beliefs bring up a past emotion? When you see or experience those beliefs, when you kind of think about that uh, and the circumstances around that belief, does it bring up an emotion? It could be positive. That would be great. But it could also be negative. Do you feel something? You may not even know what that emotion is, but does something in your body tighten up or you start feeling a sensation somewhere? Again, you don't need to know that it's anger or sadness or fear. You don't necessarily need to know that. It would be cool if you did. You'd be a little further along the path, which is great, but you don't need to in order to start the process of experiencing it and letting go. And this is, again, where my next advice would be, would come in handy, doing a body scan. So as you start thinking about those beliefs, you notice I start feeling tense in my shoulders or I get a pit in my stomach or, you know, my ankle starts hurting. It could be anything, right? But this is where we can kind of take a step in the right direction or a next step, I guess, and do a body scan. Close your eyes, get comfortable. It's You're kind of trying to get into a meditative state. So you're relaxed, you take deep breaths, you are fully sinking into your present moment and start from head to toe. Do a full body scan as slow as you need to and see if you can find the stuck emotion, the stuck energy. See if you can even just find where that is. Is there any place in your body that feels tense, tight, it hurts, it feels uncomfortable, it feels like there's a lump there, anything. Do a full body scan as often as you need to. And especially it would kind of go, I think they could go hand in hand where you do get into this more meditative, relaxed place. Start thinking a little bit about your beliefs because you are much better and it becomes much easier to tap into your subconscious mind when you are in a meditative state. So you can let your conscious mind kind of take a back seat for a second. So doing these two together would be awesome, would be perfect. And then perhaps you find that spot that does feel a little stuck. And of course, you breathe into it, take your breath there, see if you can release it. Um, This would be a really good kind of easy way to get started on that processing of that stuck energy and that stuck emotion is just by breathing into it and seeing if it releases. So that is uh, one thing you can do. If maybe it doesn't release or maybe that whole system isn't for you, that's okay. No big deal. Try journaling. Go back, think about any time, any time in your life that you wish you could change. If there was something about an experience in your life that didn't go how you wanted, uh, didn't go as planned, kind of left you feeling icky, again, may not know the emotion just now, but as you journal on what in your life do you wish you could change? That's the question I want you to ask and answer in your journaling. Then see, okay, it was this experience, say for example, Uh, I thought I was going to go to college and I didn't get in, so I had to take another path uh, and 
I, that's not really what I wanted. Now I'm not in the position or the career that I wanted to be in back then because I couldn't get into college. This is just an example. This is what you're writing down. That was an experience in your life that you wish you could change. You wish you could have gone to college. It would have changed the trajectory of your career. What emotion is connected to that event? So that, if you think about it, obviously I would think the main or at least one of the main emotions connected with that is rejection. You felt rejected when you didn't get into college, the college that you wanted, so you couldn't go down the career path that you wanted. You also probably felt embarrassed, maybe ashamed. These are all obviously very negative emotions. And perhaps because you were you know, in the process of finding a career, getting a job, and obviously you don't really want to experience feeling ashamed and embarrassed, you talked it away. And you went on about your life, you found another job that didn't require a college degree, and there we go. We have stuck energy right then and there. So just by journaling, you can see this is what happened in my life that wasn't what I was hoping, wasn't what I wanted. I wish I could change. This is the emotion connected to that. So now you can see where you still have something unfelt. Now that you know that, whether it's through your body scan, whether it's looking into your belief system, your subconscious mind, and seeing what emotions are still connected in there, or it's doing that journaling exercise, now we need to express that emotion. We have to express an emotion to process it. And like I mentioned with the body scan, a lot of times expressing it can come in the form of just breathing through it. Uh, if it's sadness, for example, sometimes, yes, you will need to cry, but other times you might just need to breathe into it, feel it move, feel it relax, and that's enough. Of course, depending on how you process things, the emotion, all that stuff, what your body's doing, how good you are at breathing into certain places of your body. But a lot of times we just need to get it out in another capacity, whether that is, I think crying, obviously so many of us were taught not to cry or we were made fun of when we cried. And so now we try not to cry and crying is just the best way to become unstuck. So cry. Uh, I also think movement and exercise is a great way to get out emotions, especially if you have a specific emotion. And while you're going through that exercise or that movement, you can kind of feel it, feel that emotion, feel, see it, visualize it, I guess, move through you, uh, move out of you, move with that movement that you're doing. That's a great way. You can, if you ang have anger or frustration, something like that, punch something, scream, get into nature, do what you need to do. Again, going into nature and screaming as loud as you can, that works quite well. So you could try something like that. And by the way, let me go back to punch something. Don't punch a human or hopefully not a wall or something that could cause damage or harm to you or somebody else or something else. Punch like a pillow or a bed, something that's not going to hurt anybody. Just a little caveat there. Uh, do you need some alone time? Maybe alone time would allow you to process some things. And again, going back to the journaling, just continue that whole conversation with yourself now that you know the emotion that was connected to whatever event you wish you could change how does that emotion make you feel 
Um, what does it bring up? What can you just talk it out with yourself and see what else you can get out? A lot of times just, again, getting it on paper really relieves a lot of what's still stuck in you. You might prefer to talk it out. Maybe you have a spouse, a partner, uh, a friend, or a professional that you can talk out that emotion with. I mean, talking it out, putting it into words is so important for expressing an emotion. And then lastly, meditation. I think I bring this up in almost every episode. It will continue, so just get used to it. Meditate. Meditating will often bring that to the surface. Again, we're giving our conscious minds a break when we meditate. So uh, see what you can do as far as feeling, sensing that emotion, processing it. This is often why when you are in yoga or meditating, this happened to me quite a bit when I first started meditating, I started crying. I didn't even know why, really, I was crying. I had to really do some work to figure out why I was crying. But just letting the conscious mind take a back seat and becoming still, becoming present, being with your subconscious mind and allowing that to come forward a little bit more flows emotion for sure. So if you feel something come up in your meditation, continue it. Continue to feel it. Continue that process. Cry, scream, get angry, get frustrated, whatever it is. Feel it until you feel complete. The third thing, take care of yourself. Feeling stuck emotions, so going through those past emotions of being embarrassed and ashamed and rejected, that is hard. That's hard physically, it's hard mentally, emotionally, all of it, which means you need to be kind and loving to yourself in this process. I mean, hopefully all the time we're being that, talk about high vibes right there, but especially now when you're going through this process and you are feeling these really hard things, please be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, do all the self-care, practice all the self-love, make that a priority now and forever. All right, so those are my three things in order to leave you with an actual action step so that you can do, because that might seem overwhelming right now. I have two ideas. My first one would be the body scan, which I went over. Get into that meditative place. Find a spot that's comfortable. If you need to lay down, lay down. I lay down when I uh, meditate because that's what is comfortable and allows me to get into that place. Get to where you're comfortable. Take some deep breaths and do that body scan and feel into every part of your body and see where you can find some places that don't feel like they're flowing. That's all you're doing for right now. What isn't flowing? And can you then send that breath that you just took to that one spot? And when you do, and maybe you do have to spend five, 10 minutes doing just one spot and sending your breath to just one spot does it release at all? Do you feel any sort of release? That's my first idea for someone that does like to do that kind of thing. If you don't, then I would suggest the journal exercise. Get out your journal. What in your life do you wish you could change? Write that at the top. What in your life do you wish you could change? Your whole past existence, everything that has happened to you, what didn't go the way that you wish it would have? That's all you're answering. And so you can make a list 
could be anywhere from one thing to 20 things. It's okay, no matter what it is. And then from there, what emotion is connected to that event? What emotion would do you think that you would feel, even if you it's, you don't still feel it necessarily, but what do you think that you felt when that happened? Okay, that's all you're doing. I think that should give you all a good place to start in unsticking your emotions and consequently unsticking your energy, which is, of course, the goal here on Unstuck, one of the many goals here. Uh, Let me know how it goes. Let me know if you have any questions. Again, connect with me over on Instagram at Sean Miner and just keep up the good work, spread the message, spread the love, pay it forward, all that good stuff. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Take care.